Good morning, everybody. I'm Genevieve Richardson. I'm the host of the Life Speech Pathology Show. And I am super excited to introduce you to my next guest. I'm going to let him introduce himself, but he and I met a few weeks back at the aphasia conference that I attended that I told you all about in North Carolina. So without further ado, this is Shai Onbar. He is the author of Goddess Aphasia, and he is a stroke survivor. And now I'm going to let you take it away from here and tell us more about you, sir. Well, thank you. First of all, really, really thanks for inviting me. You know, it's an honor and a privilege. Um, who am I? I'm a stroke survivor who has aphasia and also a, a, an aphasia advocate, you know, spreading the word of aphasia. So really okay. a pleasure. Uh, and so I adore your personality, your energy, your fire, your advocacy. The serious, yeah, you stood out in a room of people you know, when we were at this conference and I hadn't met you before, I didn't know about your book until I attended the conference and I'm actively in the middle of your book. And I just, I love the content and your passion. Can you tell us a little bit about how you survived your stroke? What did you do before? Let's start there. Tell us a little bit about your backstory, Shai. Uh, okay, you mean the, the the man I used to be. And That's how you the, the, the better man I I am. Wow. Um, but I love that. Yeah, where do I start? I tell you, I, I first. So I was born in Jerusalem, sixty-two years ago, and came to the U.S. when I was fifteen years old and graduated high school earlier, and uh, before going back to Israel home because Israelis have to be, when you get to 18, you get to the military. I enrolled at the university at Rutgers Camden in Philadelphia and caught the philosophy bug. And I said, after the army, I have to be, be back. And, you know, after that three-year stint at the military and some reserve time, I came back by myself to the U.S., and re-enrolled, got my BA, then my, my master's at Temple University in Philadelphia. No jobs are, were available. I reluctantly accepted a, a job before a logistics company. Uh, and you know, fast forward, I lived and worked in, in, you know, in every continent except Australia. And my last job was as, as a CEO for a biometrics biometric and security startup. And, you know, one day, it was December 6, 2011, I took a day off and, and, and I had to go to, to it's a hospital in North Jersey for a, a simple procedure for ablation. People would mm -hmm. know your arrhythmia. A couple hours later, I woke up and I see, you know, nurses, you know, and, and my wife, you know, wheeling me frantically, you know, on the corridors. And, you know, I, I get up and I go, 
and I froze. I just froze. Okay, let's try it again. So you know, basically, in 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 one one false swoop. What's the right word? Uh, one false swoop. Yes. <laughs> I I lost almost you know at almost everything. I lost obviously a career. I lost friends, which interesting how they run for the hills sometimes when you have a phaser, but that's another story. My marriage, uh, you know, the language, and, and also, most importantly, my dignity, in a way. For two, two days, I was, for two years or so, I was in, in, life was pure hell, in purgatory, you know, moving out and, and you know, moving into a, you know, residential, attic with uh, no kitchen and here's me with my passions you know with with uh, with cooking who needs a kitchen anyway I had frozen dinners you know on my, my fridge no tv because why would i need one you turn it on i i get 10 percent of the gist anyway so right. you know, what's the uh, the point you know and uh, just the isolation the 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 frustration, the anger, hopelessness, the gloom, you know, I hated me. Mm. And I can't tell you how, how, how much I can stress about depression, you know, and, and add into it my, you know, smoking and, and alcohol, alcohol and, and prescription pills, you know, it's I was very close over the edge, but, uh, until I saw the light, or it's not right, I got shown the light. It's a little bit of difference. I, I really like that. Got shown the light. Okay, keep going. Yes, and that's when uh, and that's uh, I got shown, and, and you know I'm, I'm a Grateful Dead fan, right? I'm a Deadhead, and uh, one of the lyrics is uh, my even my son Isaac tattooed it on his arm, but it says once in a while you get shown the light in the strangest of places, if you look at it right and i did and it was aphasia who basically said you know i'm your companion and she commands me in a way to write to express you know myself and you know first find yourself you know and i did so i booked through the, the book i owed it to myself and i owed it to her and her, you say her, and <laughs> but I can elaborate. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to pop up the book here. Here huh. is Shai's book, Goddess Aphasia. Before you get into the meat of the book, Shai, how did it come to you to want to write a book? Tell, tell us a little bit about that process. Well, it took me at least seven years to write. Mm. So, you know, at first, especially with with my my isolation and the worst, uh, you know, me being in purgatory, I said, you know, maybe I'll read, I'll, I'll write something for just something to leave leave for my my kids or something, you know. But as I got shown the light. I 
I said, you know, I'm as a businessman, you know, turned aphasia advocate, you know, my, my sole intention is to, is to bring awareness, you know, but how do you, how do you do that? You know, it, it, I didn't want, you know, aphasia to be a, like a, a term in a medical textbook, you know, so how do you do it? And I just said, okay, well, aphasia is a Greek word. It means speechless, you know, and I love Greek mythology. So I said, okay, Apollo, Venus, Aphrodite, aphasia. I said, wait a minute, you know, if Aphrodite is a goddess of love, Athena is a goddess of peace and, and war, aphasia is a goddess of lost words, you know, and there's a, to me, there's a slice of divinity, you know, in, 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 in all of us, no matter what is your religion or denomination, you know, but we are divine a little bit and aphasia, you know, my companion is, is, is me, you know, hence, Goddess aphasia. And then in the book, it gets into a dialogue between me because who are you talking to? You know, I'm talking to myself. The mirror is right at me. So, and, you know, all the trials and tribulations, you know, living with aphasia, why not? And so I expanded more and, and therefore my book is more it's a it's a hybrid of a memoir and creative nonfiction that depicts the the arduous journey of a stroke survivor diagnosed with aphasia with a quirky twist, the personified character of aphasia herself. Wow. Wow. I love it. I, I wanted to put you full screen. I, uh, everybody, I'm playing with the controls behind the scenes here. But I wanted, Shai, I, I love, again, I keep saying it, but you are such an advocate. And I love how you've taken this perspective and personified aphasia. So let's talk a little more about your book sure. and what's in it and, and what it meant for you as your healing process, journey, coping system? Yeah, uh, well, to me, it's uh, talking about the, the journey through this writing with this book is, an, is an, an exploration of discovery and recovery and the transformation. So discovery is the unexpected, you know, when aphasia barged into you know, my life, you know, it surprised me. But, you know, I surprised myself in, in a ways, you know, so it just, I brought some items onto my personal agenda, you know, something like, like especially transparency. So, Mm. You know, it's almost like the metaphor of, of peeling 
an onion, if you just shed layers, you know, one by one, and you, I discarded, discarded my fear, my, you know, insecurity, you know, you know, my, my discarded possession, material possessions, you know, and, and discomfort and physical discomfort, you know, so, and, and definitely I discarded my, my shame, you know, so now I'm in a way, you know, pure and, and very transparent, you know, I mean, it, so words like, you know, humility and, and, you know, when you've got nothing left to give all you, you want to give, the only thing I can give is love and, and compassion and kindness, you know, in words like acceptance and forgiveness, you know, this is, it, it's, you know, transformation for me, well, recovery, that's, that's discovery is one thing. Recovery is, is, is how I, I actually, I don't know, drag my butt from my isolation and from my ivory tower, you know, and come out and, and, and join a, a speech therapy at, at, at groups. And finally, there's a little laughter in my life. There's, it's fun. And you have conversation as broken as it is. And of course, I I signed up for research studies okay. uh, at universities and hospitals, etc. But the transformation, which is never complete, you know, but I came back to my roots, to my, my passions. So part of the book is 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 about my cooking, and, and it's about you know my guitar playing, you know, and of course the writing uh, you know i i've part of it is the you know acceptance you know is 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 the trauma which i embrace yeah. i embrace the trauma and put in a chapter in this book is is and it's called the trauma club you know well you know I, in 1982 you know i i, I was I was I was a soldier and fighting in a war. I lost lives, and if, you know, 40 years later, oh well, at the time for the, my stroke was you know 30 years ago, and you know, I lost lost a part of me. I lost my identity, yes. and you know, and but I've embraced it and I accepted it, and I'm much more at peace with it. So, you know, so so I think. Living with the fascia is an ongoing journey of a companionship, you know, a blessing and a curse. But so that's, that's kind of it's a small book. <laughs> but it but it's so deep on so many levels. If you wouldn't mind, I'd like to dive in just a couple of the points. I'm I'm writing notes while you're talking. I love that you talk about transformation and transparency, how you had to kind of release so many things about who you were before you had aphasia so that you can then kind of develop your next, not develop, but be open to your next identity, your next sense of purpose. And I think so many struggle struggle to figure out what that is and or they're so isolated they don't know what the next step is to take 
Yeah, it's, it's uh, for me being permanent, permanently stuck with the with the phaser. You know, I forced myself to re re-exam and re kind of reboot. The phaser shut a lot of windows, and for me, for like, like language, but it opened other doors. You know, uh, bringing that expect uh, all these things I just said, acceptance and forgiveness. Yes. You know, but suddenly when you have an inner world that appears and vast and extraordinary, you know, so just letting me see that, that I've never seen before. I mean, you know, I was so busy in, in life, you know, the man I used to be, work and, the, you know, the, the wife will take, take care of the, the you know, two kids and dog, you know, and I'm too busy and I, and, I made my, I follow. I made many mistakes. I I, I was I don't know too arrogant or or, but now when you again yeah, go back to to the really to your essence, you know then, hey you know, I like myself you know, who the fuck you know and, and so you give up you give up. A lot, and and but I know that for for all of us, it's one thing to lose certain ability, mm-hmm. you know. But it's also another to lose your identity and the purpose, you know, and and people that you that you love. So I know I'm, I was I was fortunate again for, because I can really express. I know the people who who. Cannot and and I know that aphasia is not the most you know welcome guest or or the most popular kid in school, you know. But if society has the vocabulary to understand what victims of of stroke are enduring and and know even what aphasia is, then people like me would not be so isolated in their in their false shame, you know. And uh, so. I, the advocacy part. So you're on a mission to educate people about aphasia. Can you tell us some of the ways you're doing that? Yes. So there are, one of the things I'm, I'm trying, trying to do is, is, I mean, that, okay, part of it is a community. We have, we have our, I called us aphasians. You know, we are Aphasians and we're, it's kind of like a, a gated community in a way, you know, but not locked. And so the, the, doors, the, the doors are open, but, but, you know, that's one thing. I try to, the best I can to be, you know, add, add organizations like Adler Aphasia Center and the, and the NAA and, you know, people like this, that, that, that I participate and I, and I, I'm trying to be an, you know, ambassador, bringing all kinds of, you know, tools for for perhaps aphasias and caregivers, etc. That's number one. But outside of that, how do you you, you actually get out and, and speak? So, for example, the the National Stroke Awareness Month is coming in May, and so I've reached out and and was invited to. To, to speak at libraries at you know, close to to me, it's like three or f- four, you know. So 
so far. So to me, for for is uh, it's fantastic because you know I, I can actually get out and and preach the word. Yes, and I love that. So we have so May is Stroke Awareness Month, and in June we have Aphasia Awareness Month. So a double double header, double the opportunity for yourself, for myself, those that are in the community. I'd love to hear how people are educating others, what what they think they might be able to do, you know, even if it's just commenting on a Facebook page or a Facebook post, or if you're on LinkedIn and there's something that's posted. You know, social media works by people liking something, you know, giving it that thumbs up so that the post gets some weight and can stay at the top of people's speeds. So that's just one small way. You don't have to go out and speak like shy is, you know, at the libraries, right? It's a matter of, you know, doing what you can do. Yeah. And, and, and look, all of those, the media outlets, you know, you, you know, fantastic. Like I said, NAA, Adler, uh, Arts, Arc. A lot of who, the thing is, I'm a, I'm a dinosaur when it comes to technology. So I'm not, I'm not very good at, at you know, really get out and and get people to, you know. But but I like to sit, sitting back and and you know, I'm I'm there the best that I can. All I have is, you know, the, my book is, is a foot in the door thing, like I said. So it, it, it's a, here's my business card. Can, can I I'll gladly join? But yes, like, you know, it's the only, just to, for people to know more about aphasia, people didn't know before that's the message i convey that i leave for people to leave to to think of is you know just be patient yes be kind for us but also for yourselves but just don't forget don't forget forget. that all of us face it and not all of us you are the light you you know you are the love and, and inspiration, you know? So I, I would like to inspire you even a, a tiny bit. I've yeah. done my job. That's <laughs> so thank you. Of course, but what you're doing for, for TV, uh, stroke TV media, fantastic. I mean, the more, the better. That's right. It's a village. I mean, and we all have to combine our energies and our efforts, and then we can magnify. We can magnify, we can educate, and we can allow aphasians such as yourself to be in the light, to be part of the greater community. How would you say, Shai, how would we educate friends and family if they have a loved one that has come down with aphasia for whatever reason? What what would you want to say to them to under to better understand their person with aphasia? Well, it's 
it's difficult to say because I know that people like you and people who are, you know, the pathologists, the, you know, SLP folks and, and are, are your saints, period. You know, you're, 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 you're angels, you're our angels, you, you, you're the ones who guide us, you know, the best that you can. And, and so all I can, and, and part of the you know, media outlets, so we'll have to getting out to people and I say, go talk to your, you know, therapists, here are the organizations who, you know, okay. that conference that we went to, you know, and see, I'm just sitting back and I'm like, all oh, that love, it's like, it's unbelievable how I'm, I'm, I'm swarmed with, with yes. the human touch is what, is what, what, what I call it, you know, and, and, you know, you, you got it, I see it. So, you know, it's difficult me to say you should do this and you shouldn't do that. You just, um, you know, you, you're the best thing that we, we ever have for us. So, uh, so let's let's talk about um, families. How does a family support someone with aphasia? And, and I'm not talking specifics, like, uh, you know, not necessarily techniques, but in general, what kind of a mindset does the family need to have to help support their loved one with aphasia? Uh, it, 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 and this is what, I, what you told me, you said this to me, and I, maybe I, 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 I ramble kind of off track a little bit yeah. with this. And, and part of it is is because, you know, I'm, I have very few people in my life, a very, very, very small, small circle um, of friends. I have my, my, my Suzanne, my partner, and, and, and you know, the, my true one. And I have the, the, the very, you know, I don't have a family around here, but I do see how, how the only thing I can say to, to people is, is, is don't, be afraid to you know, push a little bit more. I'm, you know, I've seen a lot of occasions where I don't want this. I don't want that. Okay, fine. What, what do you want for dinner? You know, we have different ways outside the box thinking. You know, and and, and bringing people that they never really think of before. But here it is, and and you know, take them by the hand more more you know i mean what i said about that people uh, friends uh, run for the hills it's not part of it is that people just say okay you know this i know he, he needs his, his space and you know i don't know the face i'm not sure what it is but leave him alone if you really need something he'll come out but but their isolation is not the, the i'm trying to to closing gaps and I think through pathology and and you know aphasians caregivers it's your job in a way to close that gap the best you can you just hit on a I think a really important point shy that you were saying that uh, the person with aphasia may be kind of pushing people away and I don't necessarily think that's what they intend. 
because just working with so many survivors, a great range of survivors from all different levels of impairment. I don't, I think they push away because that might be the only outlet they have to express frustration. And, and you then followed up and you said that the caregiver might interpret that as, oh, let, I'll leave them alone. I'll give, I'll give them some space, but then they never make that reconnection. Right. I think that reconnection is what is so important. You said, you said human touch, physical touch. I would, I would say that physical touch might be one of those first ways of making a connection, putting your hand on their shoulder, holding their hand. If it's a pro, you know, depends on your relationship. Right. But, but I, I think that's the first way to, you can start with a connection and take small steps to build that communication with the help of professionals, with the help of support groups. I definitely heard what you said earlier about, you know, getting out of your isolation and finding a support group, getting involved in research studies. Huge. That's a huge step to combating isolation. Yes, absolutely. What you're saying, absolutely right. I know that we are, we have shades of, you know, our, our we all have, we have to battle our demon sometimes. And I've, I've seen people, I've, I've part of a, a group where, you know, I, I tried my best to say, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll help you. Can, I'll, I'll drive you and, and let's go and have a beer or something, but whatever. But it, it's, there's no, no, I, I'm, that it's, people are just really, alone and this is and it's but like you said it's it's the best you can you can do any you you'll be surprised how you know how you soft how people soft the brown soft their brow a little bit when you if you you do it. but it's it's a it's not easy it's really not easy it's not just the medical part is part of it and then there's you know all the the yin and yang of, 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 of the beautiful and the love and the compassion and all that. And, and, you know, and the bad side of things. I mean, there's sure nothing is, is complete, but you, you bring it correctly. Like you said, you can do it physically and, 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 uh, and visually also. Yeah. Start there. I would love to, as part of this aphasia awareness and stroke awareness, I'd love to give some tools to friends and family of someone with aphasia. You know, I think part of why some, I'm just going to pick a friend. A friend might stay away from the person with aphasia because they feel like they've got to do so much and learn so much and it's uncomfortable and they don't know how to have the hard conversations. So it's easier for them to stay away. But what if we could give tools like, hey, just come by the house and bring a cup of coffee, bring a sandwich to share. You know, you don't have to stay for five hours. You can stay for 15 minutes, right? Just little things that could really help start making that connection. 
Yes. No, that, absolutely. It's uh, listen. I'll cook for you anytime. You know, Asians. You know, and and actually, I do it. I mean, sometimes I, I, I surprise them. I said, "Yeah, I gave for me given." I said, "I said that I give the, the best I can give is is the love and, and and compassion." But what? But hey, you know, I need some really good grub. You know, and <laughs> I love is, it. Uh, I need some good uh, grub, says Shy. Yeah, and, and this my passions and, and and for me, giving through through, through that. You know, I, I I actually thought one of the th- the chapter in my book that I I I didn't use I it, you know was was you know about recipes from aphasia you know for example oh yeah and and right it's like the, the aphasia burger or something you know but <laughs> but you know long story but and no 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 wonder why I I. I, I deleted it I put it outside the book but part of it is uh, what are you going to give I, I with music for example it, it's it's a huge it's a huge benefit for you know stroke survivors and and you know so if you can so to me again cooking and 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 and, and, and music why not so yes I do my my little my contribution I love that I think you just need to release the long lost chapter of you know goddess aphasia recipes <laughs> maybe it's the next book maybe it, maybe maybe no I I think that that's clever so shy walk us through if you have a few more minutes with us walk us through how you structured the book and kind of how how the chapters kind of flow so people can know what to expect. Okay. You uh, referenced chapters a few times. So that's why I was thinking this could be useful. Yeah. So first as a it's a you know memoir and a nonfiction, but I try to I think part of it is the is you know the men I used to do the, the men I used to be so you know, I, I talk about you know, childhood and 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 you know my relationship with my my mother for rest in peace. You know, who who when I had the, the stroke and when she's you know when we 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 battled you know, because she did not accept aphasia you know, in, in a way. You know, there's another uh, you know, chapters about intellect, which is which is a little bit of controversial. Mm-hmm. That's uh, going to be a whole other topic. <laughs> correct, correct. That's a aphasia and and you know, mm-hmm. button of intellect, and I'm right. done with it. But that's another story. You know, you talk about my my you know, career and and you know my you know, the military. There's one of them is very in a way because it's 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 in the trauma club. It started with with me as a soldier, and later the integration of. Uh, you know the stroke and and the war, but then then the the stroke, yeah. the stroke, and after, after that, how how marriages dis disintegrate in a way, uh, you know, and, and and then bringing it. Obviously, the biggest part is the, is the dialogue even before with 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 her, you know, 
aphasia, but but then it's more like the the, the part of healing and 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 light, bringing spirituality into the book. And uh, you know, part of it is when I say I say where well, I don't particularly care for astrology and Reiki therapists and crystal healers and sorcerers and priests and rabbis and papas and babas, you know, etc. But I take it higher level of consciousness being you and the whole word for it, it's you evasion and obviously for all of us so that's why I, I try to like a trajectory both when it comes to you know chronology of you know from Israel to Hong Kong whatever you know and back over here to in the US and coming back to, back to Ruth with passions no and that's kind of the the, the flow love it going through yes Tremendous. Thank you. <laughs> Shy, I would love to share with folks kind of your reading notes. It was the handout you gave at the aphasia conference. It was that three pages of notes. Let's see, what's it called? It's your reader's guide. Right, right, right. It's the reader's guide. I'd love to share that with the audience, if that's all right with you, and gives... Just a little, it gives a little summary of some of the key parts of the book that I think people are going to really want to attend to. And you've generated some great questions to get people thinking about maybe some preconceived notions and maybe help them see some of their own possibilities for transformation, building their own identity. Rebuilding. I, I, some survivors talk about rehabilitation. Some talk about a rebirth. Some talk about rebuilding a life after aphasia. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. The uh, goddess aphasia. This is the the readers with excerpt experts and discussion. This is and, and thank you, Wendy. Greenspan for for assisting me with oh she's with this. thank you Wendy yes wonderful so part of it for example we give about you know my name is aphasia I actually Greek word means speechless cool name wouldn't wouldn't you say I am the thief of words a scorpion that frogs fall every time I don't worry whether people embrace what I am defects and all or not. But what I know damn sure is that you, aphasians as you call it, and I, we're in it for the for the long haul. Nothing prepared you for barging into your life. And I'm sorry for the precious gift that you've you've lost. I'm here to make amends. And my mission now is to show you, well, at the at the song goes, get shown the light in the strangers of places. Etc. And then the discussion questions would be: for the, Did aphasia barge in your life without warning? How how did or has aphasia helped you learn new things about yourself? Would you describe your mind as a deep, dark cave? The other dis discussions about well, the chapter that says sometimes we aphasians don't have many ways out. There are traumatic events outside of our control, strokes, the death of loved ones, but we are survivors, true 
warriors who choose to fight the good fight, to treat our battles as winnable. We mourn losses of language, of friends, of human lives, but they made us stronger. And when we find ourselves in deep distress, we have the courage and the will to open our flood gates, letting sadness out and compassion in. Do you feel like you are as a victim, a survivor, or a, a warrior? That's it. that's the discussion. Mm -hmm. How do you let the sadness out? And how has, has aphasia made you more compassionate? Compassionate. compassionate? Mm -hmm. uh, it's a good question, actually. About do you feel like you are as a, vi a victim, a survivor, or a warrior? In a way, I'm not a warrior. Maybe medically, I'm a, I'm a survivor, but it's not my fault that I survived, <laughs> in a way. But I mean, in the victim, it's up to you to, you know, channel yourself into more of a channel, you know, to positive or, or negative. But so other questions about you know how a face is stripped away, yes, joy and and, and pride and, and dignity. And then one of the questions is, what exactly did you? lose and do you like the term disability if not well what words do you use i will show on the light what does the author mean by the light you know the answer is within of course but that's one of the discussion for us to talk about how do how do i illuminate our the life in our in our life inside the questions about friends do you, some people in your life run for the hills? And I think we talked about it a little bit. Do Ephesians have the responsibility to educate others? And how do you stay connected to people? It's part of what, what we talked about it. Uh, you, your book, what I, your book is voicing all these things that I think rattle around in the heads of folks with aphasia and their families. Like you have put the words to these thoughts and feelings and you've given us so much to think about for myself as a professional and how I can help differently or how I can adjust, how I can adapt. But I also think this book is going to support folks with aphasia and their families. And I'm grateful that you wrote it the timing is great for you to share this with not only my audience, but now with the internet, we have the opportunity to continue to share the message and give hope. No, I'm really grateful. I'm, I'm, I'm anybody who's who will get to read. I hope they really enjoy it. You know, I sent it. I sent it to. John Fetterman, I don't know if you know, the, the congressman in Pennsylvania that, that you know, that, and some others, even Gabby Giffords, and they didn't, they didn't respond. I think, you know, especially with Don, I think when talking about people running for the hill, sometimes aphasia and say, leave aphasia out, and uh, which is a little bit of a, of, a, of a shame, isn't it? But you know, the more, I'm, I'm just grateful that, that you know it's it, it's here. It's a catharsis in a way for me, but I'm an advocate, an aphasia advocate, and and the support that you're giving us 
Genevieve and everybody and everybody that is he, that's that's you know listening to and hearing us you know many many thanks and keep going let's let's keep on it shine on shine on well that's shy thank you for being on here thank you for your candidness for sharing your story for sharing your passion and we'll hang on and everybody have a wonderful wonderful day